0: always have a nest egg of 20% of your money and energy of building up other things that if God forbid your 80 goes to zero, you're on the course of being open.
1: This is the Gary V Audio Experience. What is up, podcast? Today's episode features some of Gary's best marketing strategies. We've pulled 10 different tactics Gary has discussed over the last few years, and I've briefly introduced each of them to provide some additional context. Enjoy and let us know what you thought on social, Gary V. up next. How to stay relevant in business over the long term.
0: Never, ever be at the mercy of something else. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm the best at my craft. I don't even want to be at the mercy of my own employees. That's why I got my hands in absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. What if they quit? What if they get sick? What if they get bored? What if they win the lottery? That's literally how I think about everything. That's why I'm in everything. Yeah. I don't micromanage, but I'm dangerous enough in everything because I don't want a point of failure. Your point of failure is called Google. Yeah. They literally change, your, no matter how evergreen and white hat you've been, mm-hmm. they just might decide that video content is part of their macro strategy.
1: Competitor has videos apparently.
0: So what, what I always think is when you got something working, always have a nest egg of 20% of your money and energy of building up other things that if God forbid your 80 goes to zero, you're, on you're on course the- of being okay.
1: Focusing on digital ads, not just TV ads.
0: Here's the thing. Back to uh, just because we have a TV advertiser in here. Here's my big thing with TV advertisers. TV works. Like people see. Like as much as I struggle with the concept of commercial. Like they see results. They just have never spent the money that they spend on TV on a proper digital execution to compare the two. Yeah, and it works. This is why. The right this point. is why I still run direct mail and some stuff for my dad and other businesses. And I look at it. Like to me, it's not about. Does something work or not work? It's the delta of perfect execution in both. The only TV thing that scares me against Facebook is Super Bowl. That's why I keep talking, I mean I believe in Super Bowl the most. Um, yeah, whether it's 220 and you can imagine that's hyperbole, like what I know is the following. If you are in a hardcore, if you are a perfect executor of current digital, the margins are unparalleled so to anything that's else. Where you Bro, you can do one YouTube pre-roll video that hits pay dirt creatively against search Google activity of people searching for fixing the roof, replacing, like all the things we can all imagine. If God forbid, AKA God willing, you have a dollar shave clip like video that converts on YouTube, it's in perpetuity. It's, it's, it's why I love ads. Google and Facebook will always take your money. They're gonna change your organic
1: why you need to have a podcast if you're a B2B business.
0: Everybody should have a podcast, because podcast is easy, you just interview people. It's actually remarkable how scary to me podcasting is. Everybody should have a podcast, and the amount of people in this room that are trying to get to somebody that they can't get to, but now instead of asking for their business in a cold email or a LinkedIn, they email and say, I want you to be a guest on my podcast, and get that in a minute, and now, you gotta, now you're hosting the party? Ugh. And I know you guys have heard this from me. Like, you're not here if you haven't consumed my content. I say the same things over and over because they're worth.
1: Speak your truth to help penetrate a new vertical.
0: Um, but I was not in the military, I was not in law enforcement. So it's a, a target market that I appreciate very much, but I'm not really a part of. I, I think that as long as you're authentic, you know, there is a small subset in any subculture. There's always a part of that group that will always be like, "Well, you're not one of us, so you have no permission here." But if you speak to admiring something, um, as long as you're clear-cut about that and not hiding and trying to avoid, I think, um, I think you'd be surprised on how much of a non-issue that is for the 89 okay. percent. Because I'm one of my Because the 11 percent yeah. was a military you know, retired yeah. military, and they have their stuff made in China but they don't tell anybody that. They're like, oh, we're military owned and operated and so they get a lot of business. I feel like they get a lot of business because of that. that and, and, that's, and the consumer's always right. Like you can't focus on that. You, you have two moves. You're more than welcome to make a video and be like, look, I have deep admiration for our law enforcement and our military and here's why. And I'm extremely proud that we make our product in America and we have competitors in the marketplace who've been in this space but they make their product in China and you the customer should decide. Would you say that even though they they claim claim to make it? I would, because that's how I roll. You don't need to, but I'm not a big fan of dwelling without action. Either you never dwell about it again, Mm -hmm. or you mention it, but the middle blows.
1: Don't waste your time selling to people who won't buy.
0: The, be, the thing I'm best at is bailing quick. I don't try to sell unsellable people.
1: So let me ask so, to that topic, look, please you sell them. You, you get them on. Now they're on with you. You've, you've had the whole thing, and yep. it like, great. We have a client like this, and mm-hmm. they're one of our largest. Yep, ones. go ahead. Now we're in the dirt. And yep. We're like, okay, here's the game plan, here's how yep. we move. And now they're totally pulling back and not allowing us to... Yep. Happens all the time to, manage, to us too. Yeah, to manage that. Like now it's like all on what they want. I,
0: I call them as the CEO sometimes and say, look, you hired VaynerMedia and now you're trying to make us act like Ogilvy. I go, you should just hire Ogilvy. And then they have to make a decision. You have to be willing to walk. Or do what they say.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's something we struggle with all the, time. all the time. And by the way,
0: we're happy, like I can't get to everybody in this company of the size that we're in. We're doing what they say in place, plenty of places. There's not a single client at VaynerMedia that does exactly what I want them to do. Right. Not one. Not one.
1: Right,
0: yeah, I, I, I'm just not ideological. I have points of view. I'm very comfortable articulating them. But I don't have full say. They're paying me. I'm in the client service business.
1: If you're not good at something, hire someone who is. Um, one other weakness that I'm really, really hard on is just picking up the phone and saying, Buy my week, like, I like, have a hard time being super safe. Hire somebody. Okay. Thank you. you're
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is the fundamental answer to everything you're not good at. Hire somebody that is good at it, know it well enough to know if they're doing it well. Got it?
1: Know it well enough to know that they're doing it well.
0: Correct, okay. just enough. Yeah. Sales is easy. I've hired you. I have a set expectation of what I pay you and what I kind of have a feel for my business. That's easy. Somebody to do your social media marketing when you have no idea about social media is hard. You don't even know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Got it? Yeah, sure. Know it well. And I'm. What makes me super interesting, I think, is I'm dangerous enough in everything that my company does uh, but I don't need to be the best at it, I'm just the best at the holistic version of it. it. I don't think anybody in my company can beat me one-on-one, but a lot of people can have better skills within the subcultures of the craft.
1: Don't work with a vendor or a third party who won't give you clean information. Yeah, um,
0: well one of my biggest issues is marketing. So. Okay. Um, it's just not consistent. We outsource to, a, to another company and they, it just seems like
1: they're always kind of, uh, like I'm always in the dark with it. They're not very transparent.
0: Well, you, should, you need to change that vendor.
1: Right. And Anybody I you're
0: paying that isn't willing to give you clean information is a problem. Okay. Period, always.
1: And I've changed them multiple times. Yep. Um,
0: what about taking it internal?
1: That's what I was going to ask you. Do you think that's smart of me? To, do you, you should taste like that it. Not,
0: you taste should try it. it. Okay. It's Yes, it's smart of you and I don't, you notice how like, I don't like to do absolute answers, but based on multiple times, just learning what it looks like, what right. it feels like, is a good context point. Because when that doesn't work, then you can step back and be like, okay, this doesn't work, that doesn't work. Like, or what it works, you're like, fuck, I should've done this all along. Right. You just need a context point. Right. There's so many things I do that I actually don't think are gonna work, but I do them because I need the reference point. That's actually how I built all of VaynerMedia. Most of what I did at VaynerMedia 2019, 18, most of what I did in Vader Media from 2015, 16, and 17, I didn't believe in fully. But I needed the context point of what big agencies look like. And I needed to do it within my own four walls. And now I'm unraveling it.
1: How to leverage influencers and underpriced attention.
0: Let me talk to you guys about influencer marketing. For me, I talked earlier about underpriced attention and overpriced attention. The way you get those things is when the market doesn't understand itself. When people don't understand how underpriced Facebook is, they don't put money into it, thus the prices stay down. The most inefficient and misunderstood marketplace, in my opinion, is influencer marketing. Humans don't know how to price themselves. There are pretty people that have 400,000 followers on Instagram that want $30,000 a post and there are other people with 5,000 followers who want 40 bucks. There are 400,000 person follower people that want 100 bucks. There are people with 500 followers that want $5,000. The inefficiency in influencer marketing is staggering. How many people here, by show of hands, and you guys have been pretty bullshitty with your hands, I don't know what's scaring you, but go high. How many people here sell an actual product, physical? Raise your hands. A lot. Every single person, one more time, hands in the air, all of you, all of you that have your hands in the air should have a significant influencer, thank you, influencer marketing strategy. Literally DMing people on Instagram and asking them how much they would charge you to take a picture holding your physical product and tagging your page. It is massively inefficient, which is, I love when people are like, Gary, how do you scale it? by DM'ing more people, fuckface. (laughs) It's just, there's no machine or algorithm, just get nice and cozy and DM people and ask them one by one if they are willing to do it. I often find that the biggest upsides often is scaling things that are not scalable. Scaling things that are not scalable comes from sheer effort and time. And so if, one more time, I just want to get the physical. Selling a product physically, if, if I was your partner, buddy with the hat, selling physical, I would spend 30 to 50% of my overall marketing budget on influencer marketing. It's so inefficient. And if you're lucky enough that your product, you sell directly on your Shopify or Amazon, like you can see it, you don't even have to guess. You literally run either codes or just isolated time slots for certain influencers and you can see what the return on the investment is. There's been many influencers that we bought that we weren't sure and then we bought 50 times over because their audience was converting because they had an authentic audience. I, I couldn't be more passionate about it and it is wildly underpriced.
1: The $1. 80 strategy to build your social following.
0: Let's make it up right here on the spot. I want you to start deploying the 18 cent strategy. You're gonna drop a $1.80 a day two cents at a time nine top posts times 10 different hashtags every day and that will yeah. massively build up your audience you're gonna leave a dollar eighty in karma a dollar eighty in community a dollar eighty in your thoughts you're not gonna spam I see people in my account all the time follow me follow me you're not gonna spam yeah you're gonna be part of the gratitude thankful yeah. be present choose happiness positivity community Shane everybody wants to talk. The way to win is to listen and then contribute. Everybody wants to talk. Everybody wants to put a picture of themselves like you looking cool running. But I looked at your social and just like 99% of people watching, nobody's listening yet. That's okay. That's not discouraging to me. Nobody listened to me at first either. Let me say it one more time. For over a year nobody watched my goddamn shows on YouTube. The way to be discovered is to either put out great content, have one great piece of content go viral and then everybody discovers you or the way I like it, become part of the community. You will pick up three to four followers a day that are meaningful. That means you'll get 100 meaningful people in a month. That means you'll put out a piece of content and if one of them is special, that's, it's just amazing how it works. But this will keep you fresh. You know what's also great about it? The hidden great part of this. You're gonna get exposure, you're gonna get some followers, you're gonna contribute and be a great community member but you're also gonna learn because you're gonna watch and consume 90 pieces of content that are doing well on Instagram, which is then gonna inspire and help you strategize the content that you yourself are gonna put out on Instagram. That's a good use of three hours a day. In the morning, during your lunch break, when you get home, tried and true, every day, gratitude, empathy, kindness, striving, motivation, Motivational Monday, you pick the hashtags, They're unlimited, and they all have a top nine. I want you to do that 89 more times today.
1: The value of creating content and insight into why it's so important to Gary.
0: How many people do not have a cell phone? Raise your hand. Cool. Zero, by the way, for everybody in the front rows. This thing is ridiculously powerful. This thing is the remote control of our society. This thing has eliminated every excuse out of your fucking mouth. Because if you have to work nine to six to pay the bills, to pay your dues, to pay your debts, that is exactly right and appropriate. Everybody comes from different starting points. I have unbelievable empathy to that. The exciting thing though is that our grandparents didn't have this thing. They had to work nine to six, nine to seven, and then there was only so much upside that they could create for themselves long term from seven to two in the morning. This thing has fundamentally changed everything and I just think we take it for granted. I really wish everybody understood the power that's literally sitting in their hands right now. This is literally a media creation and distribution tool that would have cost tens of millions of dollars if you understand distribution. The technology probably cost $20,000 know, 25 years ago. Cameras, this, that, fine. The distribution, you would have had to shoot a satellite into space, you would have had to buy a printing press, you would have had to buy trucks, you would have had to have done so much. The fact that every person here can literally turn this on themselves, create content around something they're interested in and then have platforms like YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn distributed, let me remind you, at no cost, is so batshit crazy for all of us old fuckers in here that I just wish people would not take it for granted. And so my friends, I come here tonight to really try to pull off one move. Can I actually take somebody, even if they're a huge fan, or if they've never heard of me before, and tweak their perspective on what's actually going on? Can I convince one of you that Nobody gives a shit about your headaches and problems and when you complain, you're just taking minutes off the board and energy off the board from doing something about it. Thanks guys for listening. Please, please, please share the podcast and make sure you've subscribed because a bunch of you aren't subscribed and more importantly, a bunch of you listen every day and haven't told your friends it's the best podcast in the world. I'm watching. (laughs) Have a great day.